This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Still Austin Straight Bourbon Whiskey. This is a new rye blend called The Musician, first in a series because music has the ability to bring us all closer together, to make us feel more free and alive, just like great whiskey. Still Austin, owned locally, distilled in Austin, 100% Texas. Hey. Emerald Rocks, how's everybody doing this week? Uh, going, got, an, got another live one this week. We've got the infamous Kane Whitaker. How What's you doing, brother? I'm good, brother. Good How to are see you? you. Good to see you. Ooh. Cheers. We'll still Austin Cheers. here. Mm. That's, That's, good That's good stuff. That's good stuff. Yes, it is. Yeah, so as you can see, we're still in the middle of finding a comfortable scene in the studio. We've got, uh, you know, all kinds of cool places to sit. It's just a matter of me figuring out where I'm going to put the camera. So, uh, you know, in light of that, you know, we're still kind of uh, changing things around a little bit. I know I didn't do a show last week. Sorry about that. I don't think uh, anybody missed me. I did. Did you? Yeah, no, I was I apologize I was about that, man. Uh, anyway, how you doing, my man? I'm good, brother. I'm good. Yeah. Just been, uh, you know, work and dealing with uh, the beautiful music industry as we have it. Yeah? Yeah. Um, I got offered a few deals. I've been offered a management deal. I've been offered a couple of things. So, I've just been kind of getting my ducks in a row working. I'm still at the clubs and everything like that. Sounds like a lot of work. It is. It's yeah. amazing. Like, you really don't think it's going to be that much work. And then when it actually happens, then you're like, oh, well, I got to readjust this. I got to, well, I got to work, so I got to wait for this. And, you know, it's a yeah. money situation, too. You know? Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. I would imagine the uh, cost on something like that is potentially uh, large. You, you, you'd be surprised. You know, like, you're spending relatively about $1,000, you know, just basically trying to get everything, getting your ducks in a row. You're, you're talking with these people. You're having Zoom meetings. You're having so much stuff going on and then you have your real life you right know? so like real life has just been kicking my butt a little bit but it's all right i'm good real life is what it is man oh yeah uh, the uh oh, show. I, I, really, I really think that i don't think one of my exes you got one or two of those i got several yeah they're yeah. they're they're nice people though. The nature of the business you're in though man you're well you know i've been a strip club dj for almost 30 years <laughs> I've done I've done tons of stuff, but this is the best job I like. You know, it's, yeah. it gets me to be around people. I can be a good customer service. Plus, I get to play music all the time, so I, I dig that a lot better. There's worse jobs. There are worse you jobs, know, and I've had worse jobs. Not to mention the obvious benefits. Uh, you know, <sighs> working nights. Yeah, yeah, working <laughs> nights. That's that's the biggest benefit. You sleep in. Yeah. You sleep in most of the time, but I think we sleep more than we do anything else now. Because, yeah. like, go to sleep. It's like you get off at 3 o'clock in the morning, 3 o'clock to 5 o'clock. Those are the ranges for the for the clubs. And you get off at around that time, then you're up for, like, four more hours. So next thing you know, it's, like, 10 o'clock in the morning. You're still up. I'm playing PlayStation, you know, just jamming the music. And then it's like, oh, my God, it's 11 o'clock. I got to go to bed. I got to be at work at 4.30. So, yeah, it's like. You don't you don't really realize how much time you actually have in a day until yeah. you actually work nights. Um, you know, I uh, I was a bouncer at uh, Cassidy's a long time ago. Oh yeah, I used to have uh, you know a couple of my buddies. Cody Downs comes mm -hmm. to mind. Uh, Hi, Cody. And, and we used to love to uh, we used to love to go to Cassidy's for like happy hours. Yeah, and I didn't know shit from China all back. It was twenty years ago. And after I got a job at Cassidy's, and I worked there for a while, mm. working the door, bouncing, whatever they needed me to, I found that 
I had absolutely zero desire to go to a strip club after, ever again. After, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, man. It's, it, it, you'd be surprised. It's like, you think that, oh, okay, this is going to be the greatest job in the world. It really is. Because, you know, you have a lot of leeway. You have a lot of flexibility with your schedule. But the bad part is, is when you see that, you know, oh, man, I've been here. I'm here every day. Yeah. Last thing you want to do is go to a strip club. Okay. You go out of town, you go with to a friend's house or you go see relatives or something like that and you know you got that one good friend out of town that's like hey man let's go hit the strip club mm, nah not really we can go shoot pool or you know something else but it's never really gotten to the point to where it was like I had to worry about anything else you know that's the one place that I do go yeah. if I want to go out hang on a second man we're getting a, yeah. are you getting a, a signal interference there yeah, I cut out for Yeah, it's telling me that uh, waiting for a live signal. Yeah, it's popping back in. Okay, yeah. Patchy connection. Thanks a lot, AT&T. Yay! Um, They've been acting weird this week, too. Yeah. Hey, Parlo, <laughs> don't stream anything back there. <laughs> don't, don't stream anything back there. I don't know what's going on with my bandwidth, but it's... Uh, Oh, I'm choking out right now. <laughs> yeah, that would be the uh, the loud mouth drummer back there. Uh, God knows what he's doing in the lounge, but uh, we were not going to ask. We're not going to ask. <laughs> you know that couch is kind of deep yeah, in there. It is kind of deep. Okay, Captain Couch. Okay. So what I have in my hands here oh, is one of the only. Work in my place. Well, now hang on, because uh, because the way I the way it was rendered was uh, via MP3. Yeah. And if the car is just like a factory radio, it might not understand MP3. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I can schedule, uh, that's the difference between Red Book and Orange Book. Yeah. I have, to, yeah. I have to burn you one Red Book. Okay, that's cool. We, we can we'll do that. that. We'll do that. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, uh, this was my second album. Um, our first album was called uh, Trials Through Smoke and Mirrors. This one's called Collateral Damage Through Technicolor. Now, the reason I called it this was because, like, if you look at the back, you can see all the, you know, damage and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And it's got all the numbers, and it's got all the tracks, but all the numbers are on the side. Right. Yeah. All the numbers are on the side. Well, all the side. tracks are just by themselves. Now, when you put in the actual CD, it will not be in order at all. <laughs> That's the best part about it. That's why I called it collateral damage. Yeah, you kind of fuck with me a little bit because uh, it seems like the track names... Are the track names? Well, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah. The track names will show up. Yeah. It'll show you the yeah, track names. It showed up on, on, on my, uh, on my, in my Suburban, but... Yeah. Uh, but it won't show exactly what number it is. It won't go like one, two, three, four, and it's very random. Without, without, you know, without uh, tossing this boy's salad too much, this is a fucking bad ass album. Thank you. Not kidding, dude. This thing hits so hard. There's such good songs on it. Uh, so and this is a local guy. And it was self. It was self produced. Yeah. Uh, me, uh, Kryptonite. All the guys that are on this album are all locals. Uh, I think there's only maybe is one a, person. Is lyric on that one? Yeah, lyrics, lyrics on several of them. He's Shout on, out lyric. He's on Villain, Biggie, uh, Ride With Me. That's my partner. You know, yeah. like, um, I believe in his talent so much. You know, like, and I don't... That guy's good, man. Yes, he yeah. really is. And it's like, you just kind of pop up on the scene, and it's just like, wow. You know, you don't really know what to say after yeah. that. And, you know, I've been in the scene for a while, and I've made my name. You know, but when you see an artist like that, like him, uh, Ari Sky, um, <clears throat> you know, Eli, uh, 806, people like 806 that. 806 awesome, yeah. And they are, they are true artists. You know, they, they actually take the time. They want to write a good song. They want to 
they want to give you something special. Right. And that's what I wanted to do with that. Pros, man. Well, yeah. You guys are pros, you know. Yeah. That's why this last album hasn't came out yet. Because okay. I really wanted to be I really wanted to be a another great album. I don't I don't want to just write an album and oh yeah, I'm just putting something out because it's popular. So if you uh, this deal that you're talking about, are you bringing these songs to or you have to do a whole bunch of new stuff? No, it's my newer stuff. New stuff. It's yeah, the newer stuff. I have a, I've been producing a lot of my own music, so I've got like tons of tracks that I've already produced. Mm -hmm. And then there's the tracks that I've gotten produced by a little bit more famous people like a Don, uh, Domination, Annie Domination, um, Legion Beats, uh, Saram, a lot of other people. And... I, those are the professional beats that I wanted, but I also wanted to give a flair of letting people know what else I can do besides right. that. So this album is very special. And the song with Corrupt, I got a song with Corrupt, I got a song with uh, Planet Asia. I have myself, um, I'm really trying to find, you know, a couple of other, I'm talking to a couple of other local yeah. artists, trying to get them to do a track. You know who I'd love to see um, put something out? Uh, it's Crystal. Yes. Um, yes. Uh, yes. Dynasty. Dynasty. Dynasty Crystal is actually Florida. on this. Crystal, album. you watching this? You need to get some stuff out. I love you, baby. Badass. I love you. And now, Lyric, if you're watching this, Lyric, I need to get you on the podcast, man. We've talked about this, uh, you know, last last winter. But uh, yeah, we want to get you guys on. You know, he's like one of the hardest working people I've known. Yeah. He he busts his ass, and that's why I love him. You know, because like he's he's my brother, regardless. And I'm not I'm not blowing smoke up nobody's ass. He's he's a really professional artist. Yeah. And like when we get in the studio, like uh, Villain's a perfect example. Villain was five minutes. I had already wrote it. I wasn't sure if I really wanted to do the track. I wasn't sure about it. He was like, No, I love that beat. That rock beat is something different. Okay, cool. Let's do it. I got over there. I, I recorded it. It came out great. Lyric said, oh, okay, he had something to do. He had his kid. He had a lot of things to do. He goes, I have it for you in the morning. Sure enough, that next morning, he sent it on an email. Uh, Chris sent it to me through the email. And, uh, man, yeah. it just, it, every time I hear that song, and, or I just want money, yeah. uh, that's another track. That's that probably we're, my favorite one. Yeah. Either, yeah. And so that one, it was so intense and it was it's great and we want to do a video for it we want to do it we want to do videos for all of our songs but we're still trying to get you know timing right that like, shit's pretty expensive <laughs> well my first my first video was not expensive at all i did my first video really i produced it i directed it we literally i literally put a shout out to everybody to come and join the video nobody showed up okay so we're at the studio I'm sitting there at the studio. I'm like, okay, how am I going to pull this off? I've got everybody here from this time to this time. And my two managers for my job, one was like, hey, I'll be your cameraman if you need me to. I was like, okay. About 15 minutes of trying to figure out what I was going to do, figured it out. The song Gone, which will be on the next album, it's got a video. It's the only video I've ever done. <clears throat> I did it strictly uh, one frame camera, you know, just walking with me. Yeah. And it came out great. I there's there's things that you can do. I mean, like we tend to stifle ourselves about money when actually only thing you really need to do is have a little bit of imagination and yeah. a little bit of time. Oh bro. And yeah. if you can figure it out, you'll figure it out. Like I wanted to do villain and I did do it up there at Leftwoods, but 
then I lost that I lost that card because I was in the process of moving and stuff. So I lost the card for that. So I couldn't even put oh, that shit. video out. Yeah. So I was like, crap, I can't do it. But the next album, like this next album, is really, really something special. You know, I've got uh, Peachill. I've got uh, Mr. Clean, uh, Clean on it. I don't know why I said Mr. Clean. <laughs> uh, Clean Peachill. I love y'all guys. Um, and I made the beat, and it's called. It's your favorite song that you like right now is Bang on the Drum. Bang on the Drum, dude. Yeah. So I, I wish I could play this shit on Facebook. Facebook will shut this feed down. <laughs> Man, motherfuckers are ridiculous. Well, right. And I don't understand that. How are you going to shut down? I'm on it. It's my song. I'm I know. But it, 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 yeah. it, it's so everything's automated on yes, there. Yes. And so all they do, the only thing they give a shit about, look, you know what they want people to use them live for is doing exciting stuff on the street or whatever. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. If you do like a like a production like this, yeah. then they uh, they take that audio signature because they don't want to get sued. They don't want to get, they, true, you know, if, if it's ASCAP or BMI, yeah. you know, whatever you're using through, that stuff, they go after Facebook for that stuff and that's why Facebook shuts the feed down. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then the bad part about it is it's like if you're a new artist, you know, you can't really get good exposure. Right. I've, I've noticed, like, you know how you can do the stories and you can add music to it. Mm -hmm. Since I'm on Spotify, people can add my songs to it. Right. So I've been adding my own songs to my stories. And I've gotten a lot of feedback yeah, from it. Too. And it's 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 great. And I love everybody. Thank you all. I, I've got to say this from the bottom of my heart. Amarillo, I love you all. Thank you all very much. I, I would not be the guy I am today if it wasn't for the people that supported me. Like you and... Uh, Left Woods and you know Zeus and the people that really honestly believed in my talent. I think I would probably be in jail or dead, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> like, because I was I was headed on that path. I just wasn't happy about it. It's my bad part. <laughs> I don't think anybody's happy about going to jail. Left Woods has been kind of uh, you know they've they've been a big supporter of everybody, man. Yeah. Left Woods and Golden Light. Yes, those two guys are. Uh, I don't know, man. Those are to, to me, they're they're the staples. They're like the hub of the scene here. You know what I mean? And I, zombies. And zombies. Yes, I, yes. I, I the way I look at it, the way I look at it, if you're any kind of artist, local, famous, whatever, those three places are the places that you have to do. You know, you have to go to Leftwich. You have to go to zombies. Zombies is a, is one of the great staples. When it was EBGBs, it was one of the great staples. It's still one of the great places to perform here. It's just, you know, you know how the vibe is most of the time, but you give you give 110%, like your band, uh, Native Crowds. There's so many great artists in this town alone that we shouldn't, we shouldn't have a word about, you know, what the music scene's about. We should promote it a little bit more. Smokey Joe's, perfect place to do live music. Smokey yeah. Joe's has music seven days a week. Yes, it does. You know, and I love just passing down down Sixth Street. And, and they're usually loud as hell, man. So you know, I, and you hear I, something different every yeah. time. It, yeah. It's never the Those same sounds. Yeah, thought you were gonna say Smokey B. I haven't seen Smokey B in a while. I ain't seen him either. Uh, I saw Germs actually works with me now. Does so, he really? Yeah, ah. he, he works with me. So he's Smokey he's B. Been, if you watch this, get a hold of me. Hi, Smoke. <laughs> hey, uh, we got to take a quick break. We're gonna hear from uh, one of our sponsors. Uh, We'll be right back.
All right. All right. Uh, <clears throat> <laughs> this week's broadcast is brought to you by Lit Arcade Bar. Um, you to forget the other God damn. You forgot the other one. I forgot. Lit Arcade Bar. Drunk. Still Austin Whiskey, uh-huh. which we uh, had yeah. a while ago. Which is good. Drunken Oyster. And crush wine bar downtown. <laughs> Why we don't hit the whistle? Yeah, that's maybe maybe take those shots at the end. Of yeah, the show. we should take it at the end yeah. of the show. But it's usually how we start. That's how we started our last show too. Shout out to Remy Delora. He's running camera for me tonight. Go check out uh, Native Crowds on uh, Spotify and iTunes and, and uh, YouTube and uh, you know at a local venue near you. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this, dude. This is probably the best punk rock band I've heard in a long freaking time. And I mean, like, a long freaking Dude, time. And I like punk rock. I saw this motherfucker. He, he got up. Who was that? With, uh, what band was that that was uh, you jumped up on stage Oh, with? On Holiday. On yeah, Holiday. Yeah, yeah. He jumped up with On Holiday as a front man. They played the song, and he just knew the song. Yeah. And, like, I've never seen him without a guitar. Like, you know, really fucking power it. stance, yeah. the whole nine yards, fucking well, whipping the mic. That night, that night that we did the homeless, homeless show... He, I mean, I don't even, I didn't even know the cat yet. I hadn't even really met him. I just saw the, the porn mustache. And he was like, <laughs> he was like, he was on there. And I was like, dude, this is either going to be really, really good or really, really cheesy. It's one of the two. And it was really, really great. Because then I'm sitting over here like, yeah, hey, let me get an album. What, what, y'all got an album? No, not yet, man. We're, we're working on everything. I was like, that's awesome. Yeah. And see, that's what I mean. There's, there's. There's bands that literally give me chills. You oh, know, yeah, man. We got chills. Some, we got some bad motherfuckers yes. down, you know? Yes. And for us to just be so, oh, you know, I'm going to go watch, uh, you know, nothing against Cole. I love you, Cole. Cole Wexel. You know, like, he's a hometown boy. And he shows up at the bars all the time. He never asked to hear his music. He never asked me to play his music. He's like, hey, Kane, hey, bud. How you doing? He's, a, he's such a natural person that... That's what a lot of us are. We're just yeah. very natural people. Like you still do sound. You yeah. you know, we're doing stuff like this. And that's what I mean. And everybody looks at it, but oh my god, you're famous. Nah. Not brother. I'm not my brother. I'm good. I'm just I'm just Kane. That's all I'm gonna be. So yeah. Um, you know, so I love this town and I, I love the people in it. True enough, yeah, I wanna escape every once in a while. But if it wasn't for the sound, I, I wouldn't be shit. Yeah. Like, I'll be honest. If it wasn't for the people that support me, I wouldn't be shit. I think I have you listed as Sugar Cane with it. You really do. That's <laughs> <laughs> Sugar Cane. Sugar Cane Cane. <laughs> and that's even, you know, because uh, we were going to talk about my name. Well, you know, so, I mean, let's let's talk about that. Because okay. I've got, I've got, <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is a tough subject for me uh. because, you know, I've had him on, I've had his music on the show a bunch. I'm like keeping on, yeah, yeah, and I'm not gonna do it, man. I can't. You know, I'm not. It's. it's I, I will. I will give you the actual reasoning behind it. Okay, so I'm 18 years old. I'm going to Paladry. I have like great friends. We're we're starting our rap thing. So we're over at our friend's house, and I used to be Kane Lokster. That's what they wanted to call me, Kane Lokster. But Kane came about from my friend TJ. We're walking to Brahms, going to lunch, blah, 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 blah. And he was like, and I had it on the back of my jacket, was Kane. Yeah. He's like, man, I got a name for you. I was like, I already got a name, it's Kane. Yeah, but you should put dots in between it. 
I was like, why? He goes, because you're keeping all ninjas energized. What? <laughs> you keeping all niggas energized. I was like, what do you mean? And this was this was his reasoning. He goes, you're the only fat dude. Literally, this is exactly verbatim. You're the only fat dude that I know that if he walks by a female, she can't help but damn near throw her panties at you. <laughs> Why? He goes, man, you're tall. You got long hair. These girls just think you're the shit. You're heavy. Long hair? I had long hair. No I, shit. Yes, I had hair down to my my shoulders, man. I, I cut that. I got I got divorced and I, I cut it all off. Bro, like, yeah, yeah. No, yeah no. Okay, I, I used to have super long shit too. And, yeah, you know, and it's yeah. like that one bad day is when yeah. I cut it off. And then now it doesn't fucking grow back, right? right. You know? it's like, <laughs> but I transitioned. I didn't really use Kane as a rap name for a long time. I was actually the infamous Darky Black. And <laughs> the reasoning was is because I wanted people to understand that I am more than my color. Right. I wanted people to understand that I'm more than my race. I am a entity, per se. I was making fun of the fact that most of these guys come up with these rap names, and now they're even worse. And you're coming out with these names that don't mean anything. At least with mine, you can honestly say I'm an ideal. I'm, I'm literally the Joker. Right. I, I'm the Joker of hip hop right now because I would rather give you an ideal and a way to change your perception of things than have you being just like everybody else. Why be like everybody else if you can be something different? So you see it, you hear it in my music, you hear it in the beats that I make, you hear it in the songs that I make. I actually give a lot of, you know, respect to hip hop. It's really about hip hop that it is forever gonna be changing. It's forever going to be able to be eclectic and, and grow. Where do you think hip hop got started? Honestly, yeah. Uh, I mean, a lot of people think it's a Sugar Hill Gang and all that other shit, but it started. It, it did start in the Bronx. It started at parties. Yeah. Uh, Wild Style really kind of emulated the actual beginning of hip hop. If you've ever seen the movie Wild Style, if you haven't, you need to. If you haven't seen that and you haven't seen Crush Groove, Crush Groove. Crush Groove was awesome. I saw that shit when I was a kid. Right. Yeah, yeah. But Crush Groove now would be considered the commercialized version of hip hop. As compared to Wild Style, which was the raw essence of the actual culture, which was b-boying, uh, you know, the MC, the DJ, the actual graph, you know, graph artists. You had you had to really understand what hip hop was to actually be able to describe it as that. Because I don't want to say that I'm a hip hop artist because I don't practice that culture. If I practice hip hop culture, yes, because I'm all about breaking. I'm all about the, you know, the actual pure essence of hip hop. It ain't about no chains. It's not about bling bling. It's not about oh bad bitches in forties. That ended up being a part of the culture. You no, know, a type of a, a, a segment. A segment of the yeah, culture. Yeah. yeah. So, but rap and hip hop are t totally two different things. I do not rap. I'm a hip hop artist. I can dig that. Yeah. Because I, I, I feel like it like this. If anybody can rap, you can match words together and make it sound good. Sure. But are you telling a story? Is there an actual essence to it? Yeah, it's the same thing with metal. Yes. Metal. You have uh, metal that has a backbeat, or you have, have metal that's got like a, like a blast beat. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh. there, there, there's, there's some of it that, like in some, in some rap, they speak just for the sake of speaking. There's not yes. really a An actual there. thing there. And same thing with like blast beats and stuff like that. 
a lot of that uh, blast beat metal. It, yeah. it feels kind of feckless to me. It feels kind of pointless. Yes, yes. I mean, it's it's an impressive display of you know some of your sort talent of, of some sort of yeah. If you actually have a talent, if yeah. you actually have a talent, yeah, that's yeah. great. But just to know they're rapping to a beat, or just really just putting words together with a beat, yeah. and not really having a real essence to it, it it doesn't. Joyner Lucas. Okay, that's a perfect example right now. And that's that's Lyric's favorite artist. That's one of my favorite artists. Jordan Lucas is literally telling you the strains, the procrastination, the anger of his life. You know, like, he deals with ADHD. He deals with these issues. He's talking about real issues. He's not just spitting out something. Now, sure enough, you got the ones like, you know, he does have one like <laughs> Zim Zima, which is just talk. It's a fun song, though, but it's also a very realistic song because most of the hip hop artists look at rappers as punks, not not punk rock. Oh, shit. Yeah, because it's like, dude, y'all would rather pull a gun and sit over there and be waving your gun and you got you got a mask on. We're the guys that are like, dude, I don't wear no mask. I'll be sitting right here in a suit. We can fight. We can tussle. We can do whatever you want to do. But we still have that same respect for the growth in it. There's growth in it. And if you're not going to be able to grow and you're just seeing it from one side or you have to prove something to somebody else, then you're, yeah. doing, you're doing it for the wrong reasons. Who do you think, uh, who is your, okay, two questions here. Okay. Who is, in your opinion, the greatest rapper of all time, or hip hop artist. Okay. And okay. that this may not be the yeah, same person. Yeah. And who is your favorite? <sighs> favorite right now? Yeah. Ooh, that's that's tough. Um, ugh, greatest rapper of all time, or greatest MC of all time, rather. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's gonna be tough. Who do because thinks, who do you think's got that that game? You mean currently or you know posthumously? Well, I mean, no, no, no. I mean, some of them are post-humorous. Honestly, right now, the person that I would listen to, regardless of anything, living or dead, Scarface. Okay. Scarface, just because of his storytelling. Okay. Uh, he has great beats. And for him to be his age right now, he's on his last tour this year. He's still alive? Yes. Okay. Uh, the only one that died was uh, Bushwick Will. Okay. Bushwick died a couple of years. Well, I remember Bushwick. Really yeah, died. yeah. So my thing is, it's like um, that is who I I emulate. That's that's the level of MC that I want to be. Right. That is my top tier, regardless of Ice Cube. I mean, everybody, Ice Cube, Lil Wayne, Biggie, Tupac. Very rare do you hear somebody mention Scarface. But Scarface, I don't even know who the guy is. Scarface was one of the original members of the Ghetto Boys. Uh, my oh, mom's playing tricks on. Okay, and after they broke up, he still just he skyrocketed. Yeah, he did my homies the dual album, and he had just songs on there that were iconic. That's the only way I can describe that album. Is my homies was very iconic because I had the album and I bumped it that whole summer. He had songs with Pac, and Pac had just died. You're dealing with um, East Coast, West Coast beef. He had East Coast, West Coast rappers, Houston rappers. Yeah. People learned who He's Devin the Dude was. Like, And really, right now, the person that I am most, 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 like, I can't get enough, Jordan Lucas. 
I can't get enough of Jonah Lucas, and I can't get enough of another MC. And unfortunately, it kind of skips my mind right now. I'm I'm really thinking about it. Roscoe Dash is because he's a he's a producer and he's an MC. True enough, I don't like the whole booty 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 booty. you know, shaking right. songs all the time, but he has hype music. He makes yeah, it's you fun. They're fun for the song. Yeah, they make you. Like they that, make yeah. you really want to kind of invest in it. Yeah, and I've also become a really, really big fan. But and this is probably gonna really shock everybody. The artist that I feel is the next biggest thing. His name is G Yakazama. Okay, he came out with a song called uh, North Cac about relatively seven years ago. I never heard the cat until I saw the video on on YouTube, and I was just going, you know, how YouTube just starts a mix. Yeah. And um, he came up. I was listening to the beat, and he's got a Jewish guy on there, and he's got an Iranian guy on there, and he's Asian. Yo. <laughs> so, but he does, man. He sounds phenomenal. And then I started looking at more of his songs. He has some great music, and he's talking about the adaptation of coming from, uh, you know. Um, Osaka, Japan, and his parents coming here and establishing something in North Carolina. He lives in North Carolina. Okay. His parents established their family in North Carolina. Of all the places to start an uh, Asian American family, you start in North Carolina. Dude, there's there's some Asian guys out there that blow my mind with how yes. much they they'll grab American culture. Yes. And there's a, there's a Japanese metal band called Ninjinitsu. Yes. And, and yes. Uh, it's like samurai metal, man. Yes, it's, like a, badass. it's a badass. And I look at all the translations of words, and like the words are like, oh, it's, right here, man. It's yeah, because it's, 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 it, it's heartful poetry. Yeah. And with Yakazama. But it's true. They're taking the game for, they're not taking the game for, you know, what? They're not, taking it, they're not taking it for granted. They're actually like, hey, man, this is the, this is the one place where they say that you can make anything happen. Yeah, man. So why aren't you trying to make it happen? Everybody gives us, I mean, and really honestly, and I, I've, I'm even subjective to it myself. I have been one of those people that I will procrastinate. I, bro, you know, I, I get involved in my real life and totally forget that this is what I'm living for. Yeah. I'm living for my music. And when I see these guys that are just coming out and they're just like raw and they're loving it. That's that's what I appreciate about music. It's even better because then you're hearing something different. Like you said, it's samurai metal. Yeah, it literally is samurai metal. Exactly. G Yakazama is he has such a delivery and a flow, but he's also talking about real things. And then he's also done remixes of other people's songs, like his Chun Li mm-hmm. versus Nicki Minaj's Chun Li. Nikki shouldn't even done that song. He should have done that no, song. Yes, because that shit was awesome. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, this dude. Blow your mind, man. There's, I mean, there's, there's so many. What's his name? Ryan Adams. Ryan redid yeah. a Taylor Swift album, and Ryan Adams's version of Taylor Swift's album is phenomenal. Acres above hers. Sorry, Tay Tay. No, you're not watching. But hey, you <laughs> but know. at the same time, when you really actually honestly listen to that from Rick, and you're like. Why doesn't Taylor Swift song have that much emotion and depth? Why is somebody else seeing more energy and love and power? It's and somebody else doing your song yeah. than you. And then it was like, um, my honest favorite right now is Morgan Wallen. Uh, Wasted on You is, is such a crossover song that you can play it. You can literally play it on urban radio. You can play it on uh, 
alternative rock, and right. it's a country song. But it is something that you feel rather than something that you hear. Right. You could turn on your radio right now. I guarantee you there's a Drake song. <laughs> there's a Lil Baby song. There's some kind of song by somebody that is annoying the fuck out of you right now. <laughs> but the thing about it is, is the potential of it. I don't like Money Back Yo, but I guarantee you if I hear this certain song, it'll affect me emotionally. Man, you know who got me recently? Hmm. Was uh, this cat named MF Doom. Yes. Yes. Holy yes. shit, that guy is intense, man. You, uh, you have but, a mask and But this is, this is the bad part. You're just now getting to do it. I know. I, that's what I'm saying. I'm late to the game. Yeah, my buddy Doom. Henry turned me on to him. You know, Henry's yeah. another crust, old crust punk white guy like myself. But that's like 30 years in the making. Like, yeah. Doom's been out for yeah. a while. And if you weren't watching, if you weren't watching yeah. Adult Swim yeah. every night and yeah. listening to Doom's beats or listening to a Doom song, then you just weren't cool. See, man, I'm... You see, you're cool. Yeah. You're cool. You're I, I awesome. I get it, but man, you know, I'm, I'm just late to the game. But like, you know, now that I'm here, I'm like, well, fuck, I want to talk about it. Yeah. You know. Well, that's like my my <laughs> homeboy Melly. You know, the one that um, uh, I think it's why I'm, uh, it's Yellow City Mob, Melly. Now, this kid, he's been coming to my clubs a couple of times, and I really didn't know that he did music like that. He played me a song. It's called, uh, I think it's 772 Love. And man, I, boy, we need to talk. Because he's really in a direction. He's a, a couple of people are trying to sign him also. And I, I gave him the best advice I could Love give him. Love that, huh? Yes. Okay. And he's he's magnificent. He's really good. He's a really good artist. And um, as a matter of fact, I think he had a, I think he had a show last week or the week before last at, uh, Zombies, or it's coming up one or two. Okay. But he's really a great artist. Um, reggae Rapids out of, and I met a lot of people while I was in Iowa. Reggae Rapids, great band, and it's a, it's a black frontman. It's really a reggae band, but they also mix in punk rock. They mix in. Uh, electronic. They they mix in so many different sounds, and they sound so freaking wonderful. I love you, Tariq. Thank you, brother. I love you, dude. The modern music is is starting to become an amalgamation. Yes, it really has, you know? and it and it's and it's really a blessing. I, I really think it is a blessing because that way, the my grandkids don't have to sit up there and, and I want them to dig through crates though. Yeah, I want them to be able to go like, hey, who's the Clash? Hey, who is John Cougar Mellencamp? Hey, Charlie Pride, there's a such thing as a black country singer? Oh, man. You know, like, but that's what I mean. Most of the kids nowadays, I mean, literally, you can walk down the street and go talk to a regular kid right now and ask them any artist that we personally listen to, they probably wouldn't know who it was. Or probably have never even heard of them. You know, never listen guys, to them. they probably think, like, Lil Nas X is, like, the first. Yeah. Black country musician. No, fuck no, man. That shit's been around for a long time. You had Charlie Pride. You had uh, Ray Charles. You had you had so many Cowboy Troy. Cowboy Troy was the first (laughs) real country rapper, and now the the trap country has become like the thing. That's a new. I haven't heard of that one. That's what I call it. I call it trap country because you know, like even even my friend Bez, like we were talking about the other day, my friend Bez believe has kind of switched over to trap country. Because it's more of his, more of his preference. Yeah. You know, like, 
if you can create something totally different, look at Ziggy Stardust. He switched up pretty much every album. You know, like from It Smells Like Children to, you know, um, you know, Born Villain. Born Villain is a totally different, it's, a, it's still the same sound, but it's a different essence of Maryland. You know, that that poor fucker, I can't say poor fucker. I mean, he's kind of he's far from poor. But he's kind of, <laughs> well, I mean, but uh, you know what I mean. Dr. Dre made sure of that. He's kind of know. a piece of shit, though. I'm talking about Marilyn Manson. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, like, but, but, the, but the path that he carved through, um, he, he broke through so many bounds with like... Uh, uh, Demonism, um, sexualism. Um, there, there, there's a lot of things. The, the PMRC, you know, he like he, he yes, he made a weapon out of, out of their bullshit. You yes, know I mean? he, he turned he, it right around. Yeah, and that was the beautiful part because Antichrist Superstar was that pinnacle for him when he got on MTV and did that whole concert. Mm-hmm. That was his pinnacle because he wasn't afraid to go out there. Oh, he's gay and blah, 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 blah. You know how much stuff people said about him after that. But it wasn't that. He was really trying to make a political statement to other people that you've got to accept other things. Mechanical Animals was probably his best album produced by Dr. Dre. I didn't know that. Yeah. I like the drugs, but the drugs is like me. Oh, yeah. Dr. Dre. Uh, There's a lot of songs on there that was produced by Dr. Dre that a lot of people didn't know. Yeah. But that pushed him farther because now you're 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 touching on so many different topics you know between uh drug addiction um sexuality um um you know hate crimes things like that if you actually listen to the album he you know number six speed of pain is literally my favorite song just because it really describes most people's uh, you know affliction with depression you know like you you don't really realize some days and i know there's a lot more artists or a lot more you know a lot more musical artists that deal with depression than anything else not the drugs not the alcohol not anything else depression because they can't get the sound that they're hearing in their head all the damn time and everybody keeps on telling them that they're never going to be anything so you write a song like that yeah and when you write that song you can't help but get passionate about it. You can't help but say something about it. On my first album, I talked about um, I talked about a lot of things, and I I touched on a lot of issues like uh, the Trayvon Martin. Uh, um, I talked about depression. I talked about getting cheated on. I talked about a lot of things. This album was really just kind of fun. Yeah. This next album is really I'm just letting you know who I am. You know, just because I'm a fun guy, I don't, I don't take everything seriously. I, I, I... yeah, yeah. That's just, you know, that's uh, and we, we weren't even wearing makeup. That's all photoshopped. Word. Yeah. Oh wow. Get any posters later on? Yeah. 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 And you want to part with? Oh, uh, the only one I got is my homeless one. If you, uh, if you can bring it to me, I can scan it and just like replicate. So you know, I'm trying to get, I'm trying not to just put. Loudmouth Lisa posters in here. Mm. There's, a, there's all kinds of other shit. He's trying to, you know, yeah. But, uh, trying to be eclectic. Yeah, well, I don't know. Well, you know, and the bad part is I never saved any of my posters. No. I, I signed a lot of them, but I just never, I just never really saved them. Yeah. I don't know, man. I've got, I've got, uh, digital copies. I wanted to make a, uh, a, like a coffee table book. Oh, yeah. 
like render it down. And, and, yeah, I didn't want right, to make yeah. it. I don't know, my 17 book would be kind of good, but I don't know, it would be kind of cool. But that's kind of big. You know, yeah, it's kind of like, big. Yeah. But I would like to make a book, like a small book of nothing but local show posters, you yeah, know, like right. a fucking a big, like volume one. The music history of yeah. Amarillo or yeah, Bomb you know? City. Or the think, beginning of Bomb City. I think that would be kind of cool, you know. Yeah. It is. I, 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 I totally buy that. No. Just because it's like it's not really just showcasing one particular music genre, it's showcasing the talent of Amarillo. Well, you know, uh, we uh, we strive here to try and get different genres on the show. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. I've had people. Uh, Jake told me it was a fucking boys' club. I'm like, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to get more female, more female artists on the show too. You know, you know what? I'll I'll get Crystal for you. Yeah, get Crystal on. I'll get yeah, Crystal. I'll, I'll for Crystal. You. Uh, yeah, we had a few on. Actually, know. she's going to be on. She's on my next album. Oh, she really? Yeah, we did a song called uh, Villain Therapy. It's basically about going, it's about going to therapy. Oh, okay. But it's the villain's version of going to therapy. You know, like, if you really think about it, they always want to make you, like, rehab shit. Right. Like, oh, you fucked up. Guess what? You got to go rehab. What the fuck is that going to do for me? I get to talk to a whole bunch of people that are either worse or worser than me. And then when you do talk to those people, you hear such a great story. And it's like, damn, I wish I should have done that when I was fucked up. It's like, yeah, I was out there and I got me a cow. And we went out to a pasture and blew up some stuff. We kidnapped the mayor's daughter. You did what? <laughs> we so kidnapped yeah. the mayor's daughter. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. So I, I did it from a villain's point of view. And I really want her to finish her part. Because I want her to, because she can rap too. Yeah. And I want her to be the female version of a villain on my part it's like you know slapping people with used tampons buying bombs with using nothing but coupons you know like so if i was to actually since that's the name i embrace the most i feel like if i had done that if i do that what would i do as a villain what would i be as a super villain oh yeah i'd totally try to fuck up superman you know pull you know give batman a wedgie you know like stuff like that yeah, but some person's villain might be another person's hero. Exactly. You know. Yeah, and really, and if you really read stories, yeah. like we read, yeah, we're readers. We're, we're we still like print. So, um, if you actually really read it, most villains are actually the hero mm-hmm. because they're 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 not only the motivator, they're also the instigator. They're like the they're, yeah, they're they're pointing at you like, dude. Why aren't you doing something about this? Why aren't you doing something about this? I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. You know, one of the ultimate uh, hero villain stories is the actual story of Lucifer. Yes. So uh, there's a lot of, uh, there's a school of thought that um, Lucifer was actually um, the first railing out against an oppressive, angry, jealous, narcissistic God. And uh, he was, he wasn't necessarily trying to grab power from him so much as he was trying to uh, gather understanding. Yeah, yeah like exactly. why are you this way? Why are you letting these people that you have put on such a pedestal? Like that was the biggest thing. Lucifer was upset because God had put mankind above them. Yeah, because it's like, hey, we go do your errands, we do this, we do that. Why are you putting them on this pedestal? And then you just slaughter them all. It's just something fun for you to do. Is that's what's going to happen to us next? I totally get it. And then when people, then when you explain it to people, they're like, are you a Satanist? No, it's a great freaking story, man. If you, really, if you really, really, 
I mean, hear the story about I'm it. I'm an adult. I don't believe any of that bullshit. It's just a good story. Sure, you know? right. <laughs> and then when you actually tell it to them, and they, they really have to kind of look at it, but you look at it, and I'm not, you know, I'm not anti-Semitic. I'm not, I am not a devil worshiper. I believe the universe has a purpose. Mm. But for us not to honestly believe that there's a higher power than us, there's something stupid with you. Surely. We're on one planet. We're the only people in the whole universe. That's dumb. That's really stupid. And then we have these allegories that we uh, talk about, you know, like Lucifer and teaching us about narcissism and teaching us about uh, placism and, and things that we don't need in our lives. And for us to sit up there and just like, nah, 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 nah. oh, so you just basically became the same thing that we're trying not to be. So, yeah. But Lucifer, I don't really, I could never really look at, I don't really ever look at any villain as a villain, as a bad guy. But they're they're the most interesting things to, to watch. Most villains don't do shit just for the sake of being evil. There's a few of them out there, obviously, that do it for the purpose of being evil. Otherwise... They just have their own agenda. They have something they're trying to promote. They're mm-hmm. trying to improve their life. There's a few of them. They're greedy out there. I yeah. don't know, man. I look at I look at like Lex Luthor. Yeah, Lex Luthor is really just kind of motivation for a Superman. <clears throat> the way I look at it, if there was no Lex or there was no none of them, what what do you have to do? What you're going to go write another puff piece about yourself, or you know, like, <laughs> you know, there's there's that, and then. By him attaining that level of villainy, you know, being a president, but it's also really describing those things also as saying that, you know, like our president, freaking Trump was definitely Lex Luthor-ish, because now look at us, we got five five dollars for a gallon of gas. Well, you know, <laughs> I, I saw a post on Facebook today where someone was. Saying, oh, you guys didn't vote for the last guy because, you know, blah, blah, blah. Now the things are a bigger mess with this guy. Yeah, this guy kind of inherited a flaming car car. wreck, you know? Yeah, especially you just gave me a a bag of duty and said, hey, I'm going to set it on fire and I'm going to put it in your hand. Yeah. Here you go. Make a sandwich. Make a sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. That was the most amazing shit sandwich ever. No, it's not. It's really not. I've learned to... uh, Steer away from the topic most of the time, and I, you know, I, yeah. I was pretty well known for being a, you know, an antagonist against that. And you know, the truth is, is that I don't know enough about the inner workings to really have one opinion or another other than what I see. And what I'm finding out is that what I see most of the time is wrong. Yeah, you you're know? seeing you're seeing the smoke and mirrors of it. Yeah, it's, it's magic trick. Yeah, they're 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 trying to make you look left when you really need to be looking right. Yeah. And then when people ask me like, why don't you vote? That's the reason I don't vote because I understand the bigger ideal of it. Every summer they'll either jack up the gas price or they're going to lower the gas price. Gas price is going to go back down by by December. Happens every year because everybody wants to go back and forth to their families and everything like that. Planes cannot, you know, basically Southwest Airlines can't afford to keep putting gas in their airplanes if people can't afford to get on their airplane, right? Same process. We can't afford to live. Yeah, supply and demand. Yeah, supply and demand. Simple and plain. I don't know, man. The world is crazy. There's there's, there's places in California right now, I saw in the news yesterday, where there's like a, like where premium is... uh, it's almost ten dollars. Ten dollars and thirty-five cents. You know, like, 
that's kind of the threshold for me. It's like, you know, when gas hits $10 a fucking gallon. I'll walk. I got an electric bicycle and a Volkswagen bug just to fight uh, that. Just for that. But even at that, you know, like, well, it's, I think at that point, it's time to go ahead and get the leather shafts, go ahead and shave a mohawk, yep. you know, get the war paint on and get you a shotgun Woo! and a motorcycle. And call it Because it's, it's Mad Max time. Yeah, you know it's, about to get, it's about to get to that point. We're going to go, you know, wrangle a truck full of guzzle. But how do you think I feel? I, I drive a Lexus. Yeah. So the only thing I can put in there is premium. So yeah. I'm paying five dollars and nine cents yeah. for gas. Yeah, this guy. <laughs> and that's even worse. I went to put ten dollars worth of gas last night. I got a, I got a gallon a nine. I think it was like a gallon nine three five. And I'm like, seriously, I can't even get two gallons of gas for ten dollars. <laughs> when back in the day when we were growing up. It was 99 cents, man. You can scrub that out of your freaking car. You got five bucks and you got half a tank. I remember losing my shit because gas was a dollar seven. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. No. You know the day I I lost mine? The day I lost mine was when cigarettes got taxed 50 cents. Because I could go back. Oh God, I can't believe I'm about to. Dress Do it. Age. We're in for a penny, in for a penny. I could get a pack of Newports for $2.50 back in the day. Now this shit is like almost... Um, I know in New York, my ex-girlfriend, we still talk, and she lives up in Pavilion. Mm-hmm. And she was telling me, she was like, you know your cigarettes are like almost 20 bucks over here. Yeah. I was yeah. like, you got to be kidding me. She was like, no, it is $17.50 for a pack of Newports. If you go on the re- if you go on the res, that's when you can get it for ten. I was like, so I'm I'm blessed to stay down here in the south as long as possible. Because if I go over there to California with my car, I literally have a bill just between my cigarettes and my car over sixty bucks. You know, for you know? as much as I bitch about stuff in Amarillo, though. Yeah, like it is pretty cheap here. You know? Yeah, it's, it's it's a good you know, life. I mean, you could have a good, decent life. It's a little cheap, you know. There's Brahms next door. I mean, I can you know we can go get ice cream anytime. Yeah, you know, know burgers. Um, you got Sonic. Yeah, you know. I remember uh, there was uh, a buddy Wilson. The cheerleaders over there at Tasco. <laughs> now see, that's even worse. Yeah, yeah. Because then there's that, and then you got your kids, and then you've got you know there's so many different things, and I didn't mean it. In that perspective of, you know, noodling over the cheerleaders. I mean, like, your kids are in sports and stuff. That's extra money. Oh, shit. Then you're working, like, a 45, 50-hour week. Then you got to go to the gas station and go put in, like, 90 bucks to fill your gas tank. How do you expect a person to live? And like you said, it's going to end up being the Mad Max thing where we're just like, all right, all right, all right. you know, like, no. It costs $143 to fill up the Suburban. Wow. Brutal. Yeah, mine was 75 Yeah. to fill up the Lex. So I was just like, I can't do that. <laughs> like, I, that's 75 bucks I could put towards a pair of shoes. So you see, you see your boy Loudmouth out on a bicycle. It's probably an electric bike or a Volkswagen Bug. If you see me on a scooter, yeah, y'all know it's real. Yeah, see me on foot, <coughs> mind your business. And my transmissions are <laughs> my transmissions going out, so it's even worse. It's like, well, yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna be on a scooter here pretty soon. So, okay. yeah, yeah. 
but it's also too hot for me. I can't deal with it. It's, yeah. it's a little much, a little much. So, so what is so? What's next on the list? So now, you got this album. What's the next album? You know, what, what's the timeline we're looking at? Uh, we're looking at probably. I had told Landon August last year, <laughs> and then I got sick, mm. and things just went kind of sour. So I'm I'm striving for August again. I was striving for my birthday this year, but literally we opened up another bar, so it's like oh, so that, yeah. we we've got a lot going on. So I'm going for August just because I think I'll be able to finish up the songs. Uh, the corrupt uh, the song with Corrupto I'm going to probably release this month. Uh, the other songs I'm just trying to find a good place to record and and a, and a decent producer that I'll that'll actually give me the sound that I'm looking for. So it's self-titled. It'll be Kane, just Kane on it, and uh, everything on there is either produced by me or it's something that influenced me greatly. Uh, Razkaz was one of those artists that I grew up with that I really loved. Uh, Corrupt is one of those artists that I really love. Planet Asia. I love just the the mental capacity of certain things. Um, I was actually going to do one with uh, Tech 9 and I'm thinking about doing one with Chris. So I'm trying to get those things set up correctly. So that way I can give you the best album ever. Well, uh, you know, don't forget your homies down here in the hometown. Uh, I haven't. I, I, I never will. Just because for the simple fact, I think that's what's really been uh, stifling me on, on a decision. is because I'm one of the local boys that actually made it good. You know, like, cause I, I never thought it happened. I really was like, from the first time that I picked up a mic and recorded my first song, I never really looked at myself as a great hip-hop artist. I never looked at myself as an artist. I looked at it as like, hey, man, it's something to do. I'm not at the house. I'm kicking it with my homeboys, blah, 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 blah. So now it's it's gotten to the point to where, you know, people thank me for my songs, and that's awkward. Because I never thought that anybody would ever thank me for one of my songs. I've gotten that Especially, once. Let Me Touch It. Let yeah. Me Touch It is totally... Oh, a very super misogynistic song, <laughs> but it's actually really just kind of like I'm also giving props to to the ladies. Um, Bang on the drum is hip hop at its core. The you know the boom bap beat. We're talking about four tracks. We're talking about originating Going back to the lab, back to the super lab type yeah. of stuff. So it's like everything that you'll hear on this next album is literally you know like the influence of music in my life. Collateral damage was the calamity of thinking that, you know, everything's going to be perfect. It's never going to be perfect. As you, as you saw, you put in the album, it's not even playing the right order of songs. It's like, wait, that's supposed to be number four and it's playing number one. I don't get it. And I, I literally got a, I got hell for it because I only did like 30 copies. There's 30 copies running around in Amarillo right now. 30 copies of this album. The only thing is, is when you put it in, people literally were talking to me like, what the fuck came? I was yeah. like, what you mean? Like, bro, it says that this is, Fat Girls is playing and it's supposed to be number like four or nine and it's playing like the first song. It's almost like it's on shuffle. Yeah, you know, and that was the whole thing. It was like because nothing's perfect in your life. Uh, nothing, nothing. Yeah. It, regardless of how you 
want to perceive anything or how you think that, oh, you know what? If I pray every day and I go to church and I do this and I do that, everything's going to go all right. It's not going to go right. We plan, God laughs. <laughs> that's that's what I really should have named it. <laughs> right there is a killer fucking closer. We plan, God laughs. You know what? Look for Kane on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube. Uh, this is called Collater- Collateral Damage through Technicolor. You can't get a physical copy. If you, you want one, yeah. if you want one, just let me know. Yeah, get a hold of Kane on, on Facebook. Are you uh, Instagram too? All yeah, that stuff. Instagram, I'm Brazzers, uh, Grinder, all that stuff. He's on all that stuff. <laughs> I don't know if I'm on Brazzers. Yeah, yeah. I, I might be. But uh, that is kind of funny that you mentioned that. I I like did this years ago as a joke. I think I was really drunk. I'm literally a uh, porn star. I'm like oh. Official porn star. <laughs> Not Talk even about know. that offline. Yeah, man. that's 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 crazy. But yeah, if you want a copy, man, get in touch with uh, Loudmouth, Mister Tooley, and uh, I'll, I'll I'll get you one. It's it's a really it's a really killer good album. album. It's a real good album. Fun to listen to. Sounds awesome. Unless you got a decent system in your car. Oh yeah, my shit bumps pretty good. Oh so, yeah, yeah, it'll bump. So yeah, but all right. That well, is. thanks, Remy, for uh, running the shit. Remy! And, uh, thank you, Kane, for being on the show. Cheers. Emily Rocks, y'all stay tuned. We've got a lot, of, a lot of new stuff. Thanks to Lit Arcade Bar, Savor, Drunken Oyster, Crush Wine Bar, and Still Austin Whiskey for the sponsorship. Can I say some thank yous? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Dollhouse. Thank you, Bomb City Cabaret. Thank you, KB's Playhouse. Thank you, all the girls that I work with. Thank you for everybody. Left Woods, uh, Zombies, Tees. I love you guys, uh, Rumors, House Bar. I love all my all the people that support us and support Tuli and myself. I really thank y'all. Thank you. All right. Uh, remember what we say. Uh, wipe front to back. Clear your browser history. And go see some live music. Water's wet. Mickey Mouse is a big-ass rat. And surf's up, dude. <laughs> <laughs>